Hey, she peeps. Thanks for listening in to the podcast. Don't forget to hit me up on lifeasshedoesit.com. And if you want to hit me up on Facebook, that's cool. When Cameron was born, it was an easy birth. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't a breeze with him weighing eight pounds, three ounces. But Chelsea had given me a run for my money, topping the clock at 13 hours of labor. I labored with Cameron a mere six hours, and the contractions was somewhat easier. He was a beautiful boy, came out with a perfect round head. I must give credit to my friend Cena, who helped me labor so that his head wouldn't be cone-shaped. It wasn't long before his hair grew in curly and his cheeks grew pink to enhance the olive skin he was blessed with. It also wasn't long before colic set in. That poor baby was often up for several nights in a row with it. Then there was the time his older sister fed him coins. Though she was only 17 months old at the time, she was a quick little thing, and from the time I put her in her car seat and buckled her in, said goodbye to my friend outside the vehicle and got in, she had gotten out of her car seat, gotten changed from the console, and tried to feed it to her baby brother. Needless to say, he ended up having a penny surgically removed from his esophagus when he was only a month old. As time progressed, so Cameron's struggles did too. He had childhood asthma that nearly took his life twice within the first two years of being here. The children's hospital was more of a home to him than where we lived. We fought him being sick many times and Cameron's calm and sweet demeanor never wavered. He would always, even at a young age, try to comfort me. He would put his chubby little hand in mine and smile or wrap his arms around my neck and kiss me or put my face in his hands and put his nose right on mine, looking me straight in the eyes. He was my inspiration. Ugh, even saying this now, it brings tears to my eyes. Well, Cameron was 11 when he was riding his bike and got hit by an SUV. He had some broken bones and a massive concussion, but all the necessary x-rays actually led to the diagnosis of the first arachnoid cystic mass in his brain and explained the horrible migraines he had been suffering from. Not long after, the second one was discovered, and then, of course, the pseudotumor of his spine was found. That kid was so sick. You don't know how priceless life is until you've been told your child has five years to live at best. But Cameron stayed strong and never let anyone feel sorry for him. And nearly 14 years later, he is still here and not going anywhere fast. He chose to live every day as though it were his last because it should be like that for all of us. Not because he was sick. We would watch him wake up in so much pain, sometimes even throwing up from it, but brushing his teeth, moving forward, going to school, getting good grades, or headed to baseball practice so he wouldn't let his team down. Transverse myelitis set in from all the spinal taps Cameron had to receive, but he fought on. We looked into a balance between Western medicine and natural healing together as a team. I remember watching Adrian, the hubster, carry him to the living room gently to play board games by candlelight with us as Hurricane Rita totally unfurled outside because Cameron was too sick and his body too broken and weak from a recent spinal tap to walk and never once did Cameron say or ask, why me? 
In fact, his faith increased as his health decreased. There was a couple of years ago, I would say maybe four, on September 18th, Cameron was in a car accident that nearly ended his life. Slight concussion, collapsed lung, four broken ribs, lacerated spleen, nearly severed hand, fractured ankle. It was months of healing for him along with the regular pain he deals with from the arachnoids. But he stayed the course with his integrity and his character intact. And recently, his car was totaled when a Ford Explorer slammed into the back of it at 60 miles per hour. And luckily he wasn't inside of it at the time, so his loss was only his car, but it was still just another loss for him. I can promise you though, he plows forward doing everything he can to stay the course, have a good attitude and keep the faith. It is hard to keep a good attitude when you are constantly not feeling well or always losing what you work hard for, but he manages. He's truly a faithful young man with the spirit of a good fight in him. He is a rare human being in mind, body, and spirit. Cameron is close to receiving his degree in physical fitness. He works out hard. He keeps his body in good shape. It's his passion. He also has a passion for tattoos that express his love of the Lord. He loves his brother Jordan, his sister Chelsea, his brother-in-law Sam, his wife Kieran so much. And he cares so deeply that Adrian and I think and take caution to do his very best not to disappoint us because he cares so deeply for that. He still reaches for my hand or wraps his arms around me, still grabs for my face and presses his nose onto mine and looks me straight in the eyes to pick me up when I'm feeling down or scared or angry at the world. Only now he's not the chubby little boy he once was. He's one of the strongest men I know. But we know that muscles don't make the man. Cameron's proof of that. When hard times come, it's easy to let it bring us down. When someone we know gets sick or dies, it's easy for us to get angry. When we lose our own health, it's easy for us to feel sorry for ourselves. When we don't have faith, we lose the will to live and live good regardless of the losses in our life. Yes, the world changes when you have a child, especially if that child was made to help change it.